Hello and welcome to this season of the Feminist Voices podcast. My name is Raleigh and I'm one of the 2019-2020 Feminist Narratives Coordinators. This season, 2018-19 Feminist Narratives Coordinators sat down with different student leaders to discuss the topic of race in the feminist community at Stanford. For this episode, Audrey sat down with Aja, a student involved in the Women's Coalition and the Stanford American Indian Organization. We hope you enjoy! share your name, um, your pronouns if you wish, and if you feel that you're part of a feminist community or more than one feminist community at Stanford, and if so, what your involvement is in those communities. Hi, my name is Aja. Um, I'm a sophomore and I'm studying political science and creative writing, and I use she, her pronouns. The feminist communities that I'm in at Stanford kind of range from ones that are like personal to my friend group. I'd say like pretty much all of my friends are feminists, and then most of my like very close friend, friends are feminists who also like engage with feminism on campus. So I think like in that way, like my home life is very much surrounded by feminism. But then in terms of like more concrete things, I work as a graphic designer for the Women's Coalition and I've worked with them on a bunch of things before through uh, the Stanford American Indian Organization, which I am the programming chair for. We worked with WOCO on an MMIW panel um, and we've been working on um, femme-centered content for our events for a while and I would say that like certainly I'd say WOCO is a feminist organization for sure um, however you want to define that but like I think that SAO I wouldn't necessarily call it a feminist organization because I don't think its intent is to be focused on women its intent is to be focused on native issues and um, because there are certainly native women that means focusing on native women's issues too which I think would fall under that like auspice of feminism so like certainly there we're doing a lot of things that I think are in line with the principles of feminism all the time even if it's not a strictly feminist organization um the next question is how does race affect the feminist activism (coughs) that you participate in at Stanford if at all I think race is a huge factor because people are so aware of how it has divided the female community um, and the femme community in the past. So like, I'd say that a lot of the meetings I've gone into, like being a person of color who's also a woman, like I can certainly tell that people are like trying their best to overextend themselves in terms of being like, we're really trying to keep y'all in line and be thoughtful and think about intersectionality and stuff. So I think in some ways it's really present in that sense in terms of like people just being a little bit like, Paranoid sounds like a really strong word, but just like extremely aware of it to a level of like people are extremely aware of it to a level at which I can tell they're taking into account the history of how poorly people of color have been treated in feminist communities, which I really, really appreciate. I think, however, a lot of times when it becomes kind of like a thing, uh, race and uh, feminism, it seems that it's when... I guess the times that I've really, really noticed it is when people have pitted um, women's issues against racial issues Mm -hmm. and kind of put it forward that uh, it can only be one or the other, which at the end of the day is just really harmful to a lot of people. Um, And that's happened when I've seen people emphasize, you know, like, uh, or really cast aside issues that women bring up because it's not really in line with whatever it is we're doing. 
um, and whatever the goal of whatever it is we're doing is. So like in these situations, I'd say that it impacts negatively because people are using it as a weapon to put some sort of like fake importance on one group of people's issues over another, despite the fact that those two groups are the same one group because, you know, uh, there are plenty of Native women like myself who kind of bring up these issues. However, I think in my Native community, in the community that I'm a part of the most, I've been really happy to see that that hasn't really happened that much lately, um, especially because uh, our Native community has kind of become very, very, very focused on uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women as like a topic to hold things about. So in that essence, I see a lot of men taking a step back in a way that I think is positive because they're like acknowledging that this is kind of something that the women want to help in this community. And also because of that, I've seen a lot of really great people acknowledge that the fact that they're men means that maybe sometimes they shouldn't participate in certain things or that they should participate in a particular way. For instance, when we did the Women's March, um, I was one of the four speakers. The other two, two others were women and one was a man. And we had long conversations with him about what we felt it was appropriate for him to say. And not because we were like telling him like, oh, you have to listen to us, like this is all the stuff you have to do. But because he came forward and said like, I don't even know if I should really be speaking at this event. He is one of the co-chairs for SIAO, so like that's why we had him do it. Um, but having someone come forward and say like, this is not my space and I need you to tell me how to navigate it, I think is huge because most people won't do that. Now our next question is, how would you describe racial dynamics <coughs> among different feminist communities at Stanford? I think race is always a really interesting question in feminist communities because, because of this history of racial tension that I mentioned before um, and the fact that I know that a lot of the women in these communities are very much aware of that. I think that the dynamic racially often is, is not as pronounced as in other circles because I think that a lot of people tend to focus on the fact that like we are all women and like that's a common point that we all have together and so I think that race really comes up like when people make moves to emphasize it it's not something that just like organically seems to pop up um, but it's people like myself who are invested in racial issues and feminist issues who I think bring it up but I think we are also like to be fair in a community where you can bring it up because I think there are a lot of feminist communities and ones that I've been a part of where it's very much felt like this is not a you know this has nothing to do with color this has nothing to do with anything else except your gender but I think that a lot of people are accepting that at the end of the day that doesn't really work anymore because we're all intersectional and we all have so many different issues going on at the same time that it doesn't really work to just focus on your femaleness or whatever and I think at Stanford in particular you know obviously everyone here is very very intelligent they're very much looking into these issues and paying attention and I see a lot of the women that I work with being very cognizant of what what's happening in the world and what continues to happen um, and then applying that to themselves and being aware of that obviously the community is not like just super happy and like everyone's chilling all the time there's disagreements but I think at least the people I've chosen to be around more so than a lot of others place themselves at a high burden of, a high burden of, um, I don't know what you would call it. Mm. They put the burden on themselves to be educated mm. um, and to be ed educated about things that they've not really encountered before, like racial issues, like issues of socioeconomics, like classism, all those things, they take that into account. And so I think the people around me, I've been really, really proud of. And our last question is, um, what do you hope for in regards to intersectionality in the feminist community at Stanford moving forward? I think that 
if there if there were to be like a thing that I identify as something that I'm like concerned about within the, the feminist community at Stanford is that I think that a lot of us like myself included have a really really easy time being feminist portraying ourselves as feminists which I think we are and working on creating events for people who want to learn and further empowering the community and stuff like that however I think it's also really really easy to leave that here when you walk out the door and not take that with you back to your house and back to your to your outside communities which is something that I've dealt with a lot because every single one of my friends is in Greek life mm-hmm. um, the only couple friends I have that are in Greek life are like me where all of their friends are also in Greek life so effectively like I'm a part of it even if I'm not in an organization and there are certain things that come up a lot that feel very antithetical to feminism in Greek life um, and that feel in general like antithetical to feminism just in the outside world it's very easy you know when we're all here at the Women's Community Center to like talk about issues and microaggressions and all the things that we're gonna do when people say things but it's a lot harder when you're actually like at a frat party and someone says something offensive for you know you to like walk across a room and say like shut up <laughs> that's not okay or you know to say like to, to, to say anything at all I think taking I think taking your principles home with you is really really difficult and I think a lot of people uh, struggle with that myself included and so what I'm looking and hoping for with the Stanford community is that we all is that as we all like continue to be educated as we continue to educate ourselves and learn more about this that we find ways to feel comfortable in it because I think at the end of the day like it's not very comfortable mm-hmm. to be a feminist sometimes it's really difficult and <laughs> people give you shit about it and then when you want to do something that's also really hard um, and so that's like a really really big goal of mine but like I think that it's something that needs to happen um, I think that it's something that needs to happen because issues uh, around women issues around race issues around all these things that we talk about all the time affect us at home they, they're with us all the time so to pretend that they're not doesn't really work at the end of the day and can kind of make you feel worse <laughs> at least for me and so I'm hoping that we can kind of take those ideas home with us and work on making the people we're around all the time you know just as informed as we can make them just as informed as we can make ourselves Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for our final episode of the season where we speak with Catherine about her involvement at the Women's Community Center and as an honor student in the Feminist, Gender, and Sexuality Studies Department at Stanford.